Not in it. I pack a door. I tie in it. Huh? We're live? Oh. All right. Well then, uh, shalom everybody. Erev Tov. I am here with uh, Minister Ryan who's going to pray me in. We got Emerson uh, handling all of the uh, takes and everything. Making sure we stay on point. And Abigail. How you feel Abigail? I just did that because I see you got a mouthful of food. I was going to see. I want to see here you go. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's pray in. Hallelujah. A reading from the book of Matthew, mm -hmm. chapter 11, verse 28. Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart. You will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Yeah. Let's pray. Hallelujah. Father, Adonai, we come before you. Come before you tonight humbly. Lord, we come to you tonight with every single burden. We come to you tonight in the name of Jesus, and we give those burdens to you. Hallelujah. Father God, we ask that tonight you would put your yoke upon us. Lord, that tonight you would lead us by your Holy Spirit. You would teach us tonight your truth through Pastor Sandy. You would anoint this message. Father God, you would give this message to the world as one of your final warnings. Hallelujah. Lord, we know that wrath and vengeance is, is at the door. Yes. But salvation is also at the door for those who choose to believe and repent and believe yes. the gospel. Yes. Let tonight your healing word go forth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Baruch Yeshua. Bless Yeshua. Bless Hashem Yeshua. Everybody ready? You got notes and everything? All right. So I want to let some people know. Okay. Now watch. Drea, someone sent us some coffee too. Susie knew education was important for her future and she tried her best in school, but she also knew job opportunities would be limited and unemployment. Da, 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 da. Oh, I gotta read this tomorrow. There's so much up here. And I got a letter from the Andersons. They sent me this, keep barking. And we're going to keep, praise God. And um, let's see. Yeah, I'm going to have to do all this stuff in the morning because I got a lot of stuff. And we got a long Bible study. Anderson's, a simple note. What is this? 
Oh, this is from Tina. Praise God. In mini, in mini tiny soda. Thank you for the card, Tina. God bless you. I'm going to have to read a little bit of them tonight. and I'll, I'll read them tonight, but tomorrow I'll see if I can read some tomorrow. Okay. And this coffee is from Elizabeth Wilson. And she's in North Carolina. And she knows I love coffee. And the order is Twelve children. Wow. Praise God. We're going to have to talk. Okay, you guys. Let's get started on this Bible study tonight. I hope everybody is very excited about Jesus. I'm always excited about Jesus. And um, the Lord was really placing on my heart like the time is running out. There's not a whole lot of time. And he wants to give people a, an opportunity to be saved before he comes. Okay. It's a very tight window. And he wants to give people the opportunity to get saved before he comes. But they're going to have to do something. He's talking to, I'm talking to Christians. Remember, we're in the middle of the uh, ten virgin. It's no longer a parable, the Lord said. We are in the middle of that. So we're talking to the ten virgins that are here, that are watching, that are waiting for the Lord. And um, some of us have oil in our lamps. Some of us don't. Um, but there is something that you can do uh, for those people who are in churches that um, the doctrine of their church is more important than the Bible. OK, and that's what God is trying to um, let them know that um, you are being deceived, but your willingness to be deceived is, is a bigger problem. Um, when you sit in a church that um, the pastor is at a Lady Gaga concert, you know, and he, uh, supporting gay rights, and your pastor and, your, and, and the pastor's wife are at the concert taking pictures, um, then you should know that, you know, okay, this is not a place I should be, okay? And um, uh, so the Lord is right, really calling people out, like, you need to protest where you are, step out and decide, make a decision who you're going to serve. Because either you're going to serve your pastor and a doctrine which you know isn't right. You're going to serve your pastor and a, um, uh, a community of people that you know um, the whole world has been warning you about, but you're still there. So God is saying, come out from among them and be ye separate because it is not a church from God, and you know it's not a church from God, okay? And I am talking about um, uh, uh, the T.D. Jakes's, the, the, the Kenneth Copeland's, the, the, <laughs> the Jesse Duplantis, who says now he's the, he says, you know the scripture, Pastor Ben, that says, um, uh, for unto us a child is born unto us, a, a son is given, and he says, and the government shall be on his head. He twisted that to say it was talking about him, Jesse Duplantis. He said, I'm the, I'm the gift. And he had a little bow on him and everything. And he said, I'm the gift, you know, because I'm in the image of God. And I was like, have we gone that far? I, I was like, wow. Has he, you know, that's, that's some crazy stuff. So 
Let's get started in this Bible study, and I'm supposed to begin right here reading so that you know and understand what is going on, okay? Um, a lot of people like Tony Evans. I have never liked Tony Evans. It's not, it has nothing to do with the mustache, although I don't like it. <laughs> but um, I've, I've never liked it. Just something in my spirit just has never felt good about it. And um, so he has a book called Totally Saved. You, know, you guys ever heard of that book? Yes. Well, huh, you've heard of it? What's the, uh, um, it, it? I guess, you know, well, they always said sold a million copies because they, they're, they're uh, uh, money laundering. So they have to say it sold a million copies. So anyway, um, John MacArthur didn't like one of the portions in his book because this was a quote from Tony Evans. OK, you guys ready? God saves people around the world without the knowledge of the Bible or the gospel of Jesus Christ through transdispensationalism. That's in his book. So he's saying that God saves, God saves people even if they haven't heard the gospel, even if they don't know the Bible, even if they don't know the name of Jesus, God is still saving those people even though they don't know him. OK, so this is the root of what you call universalism. OK, uh, Drea, the, the church that we used to that we used to go to. Uh, what's the church we came out of, Pastor Ben? Oh, the one that threw us out? Yeah, the one that threw us out. <laughs> well, that's good. You don't remember. Well, anyway, they have a sign on them. We always drive by and go, I wonder what kind of church that is. It's a universal church. It means that they believe that God saves every religion and all people are going to be saved no matter whether you believe in Jesus or you don't believe in Jesus. They're universalists and God's kindness, it reaches into the depths and he saves anyone no matter what religion you are. He, you have a form of God, so therefore you're going to be saved. That's universalism. Okay, so in Tony Evans' book, that is a Christian book, which he said he wrote for Christians so they can understand the Bible better. He, he writes, God saves people around the world without the knowledge of the Bible or the gospel of Jesus Christ through transdispensationalism. So he can just say, well, it doesn't matter. OK, I'm, I'm just here to save you. Let's look at see what. OK, now you see this thing where it says, um, um, uh, uh, where uh, uh, Robert Schuler and Billy Graham are speaking. Okay, you can go online and listen to that interview anytime you want. But um, Robert Schuler asked him, uh, so how do you feel about the Christian and the body of Christ today? And now, I want you guys to know what I'm about to read, he said later in his older age, okay? But this exact same quote is in a magazine called Decisions, that he he made this quote in 1960. So don't think that, oh, he got old and then he kind of got delirious and he didn't know the Bible. This exact same quote is quoted in a magazine that he was that he was interviewed for. And he says the exact same thing. And this is what the quote from Billy Graham. I believe that all the body of Christ around the world, all religions are saved and a and a part of the body of Christ, whether they know Jesus or not. Jesus is calling a people out of the world for himself. 
Rather, they are Christians or Muslims or Buddha or non-believers. We are all part of the body of Christ. Okay? Now, he said that in Robert Schuller, but remember, he had already quoted that in 1960 when he was a much younger man. So he believed in universalism when he came in. But everybody heard him preach, and they said, this guy's the best evangelist ever, right? And the whole world loved him, and, we, and, and, and people didn't even know uh, that his root belief was universalism, that he believed that you don't really need Jesus Christ to be saved. And so um, we need to know and understand the position. Now, this belief right now is a goal of the Illuminati, it is a goal of, of, of the Freemasons is to develop a bunch of churches and put high-level pastors in them, make them famous, and then, um, uh, and not and in a way that people don't know that they're preaching universalism unless they get interviewed and then some guy asks a pertinent question, then it gets exposed and then it's like, hey, you know, no more interviews on TV for you, right? So if TV Jakes is on, you know, some show and they say, or on Oprah, and she says, hey, do you believe that Jesus is the only way to God? And TV Jakes says, well, I think there are many ways to God because God is big and it's a big world and there are many different types of people. So he wasn't quoting the Bible, we know that, but he was quoting the doctrine of universalism that there are many different types of people, so there are many different ways to God. He's a universalist, you understand? So these are the people that are being paid to have big churches, okay? So if you want to be paid, you have to get under this financial structure, okay? And, if you, and I want you guys to listen carefully. Please don't listen to me like, oh, conspiracy theory. No. God has shown me this is 100% exactly what they're doing. And it's not some of them, it's not a few of them, it's all of them. And they all do conferences together. Rather, they say they like each other or they don't like each other. They all do conferences together and they all believe in universalism. Okay? Let's go to the next page. Remember the quote from Francis Chan? He's speaking to an audience. And he's, 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 he's saying he, he, he doesn't know how it's going to happen, but it's part of his, his prayer but he doesn't know how, and he says, I don't know how God is going to be able to bring all the religions of the world together as one. Well, you don't have to pray about that. God doesn't want to do that, right? That's not something God is trying to do. That's something that you're being paid to promote. So now you're under the financial structure of the Southern Baptist Convention, Freemasons, which is the root of his Illuminati, and that you're now you're being paid to promote a gospel that you know is not the gospel, okay? And, 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 and you're going to have to, like, I don't have enough time and to show you every one of them that believes this way, okay? But it is thousands that believe in this universal religion, okay? That you don't need Jesus Christ to be saved. This is what they, 
Now, what you have to understand is from the very beginning when the Illuminati put out that they were going to, to infiltrate the church, one of the things was to in, in, implement this doctrine of universalism, okay? Now, um, so you hear the Dalai Lama, who is paid by them. He's, not, he, he's a very wealthy man. He's paid by the Illuminati, okay? All religions are the same, Dalai Lama said. The Pope says we shouldn't follow the path of division, nor the path of conflict among us. It is time for the church to be universal again. So uh, then uh, uh, Joel Osteen's wife says we need religious unity and peace. And then the guy who came and preached at uh, Kenneth Copeland's church said diversity is divine but division is di diabolic. And he was saying this as he was telling everyone that um, uh, the, 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 the Protestant church and the Catholic church need to come back together and we need to be as one and all of this, okay? So know and understand that I can't give you all the names, but I will tell you right now, there are thousands of them. And they're all being paid. And if they're on YouTube, uh, on, on TBN, or they're on, um, uh, or they're real famous, or they got great book sales and all this stuff, then I want you to know they're all a part of this, okay? Now, here, let's go to the next page. We're going to get into some scriptures in a little bit. But I, wanna, I want to um, uh, read, universalism is alive and well. How do we oppose it, okay? Well, first of all, starting with the word universalism. Universalism quite simply has uh, a, a different meaning in different contexts. In the context of theology, it is the idea that in the end, everyone is saved. Um, that would mean all human beings, every individual um, uh, without exception, okay? And so when Tony, Rock, when Tony Evans wrote the book and said that Jesus saves everyone, now John MacArthur comes against him and says, wait a minute, I'm a Calvinist. And God pre-selected who he was going to save before the beginning of time. So he put him on blast. But while doing that, he was also putting himself on blast because his doctrine's crazy too. So, but they do conferences together. Do you understand that? Because if the Illuminati calls for a conference and whatever title they give it, they pay all the speakers and everybody come together and they listen to all of these speakers who are all under the same salary, who all preach universalism or some type of off-brand Christianity. OK, but they're the they're the people that that are famous to us. OK. Here, let, let me read this. Let me read this. OK. Uh, go to 1 Timothy chapter uh, 6. I'm going to just go there. I'm going to read it from there as well, but I really want to go there. First Timothy chapter 6, and I'm going to read verse... Um, do I want to start? Okay, I'm going to start at verse 3, okay? If anyone teaches false doctrine and does not agree to sound instructions, 
of our Lord Jesus Christ um, to godly teaching, he is conceited and understands nothing. He has an unhealthy uh, interest in controversy, quarrels about words that result in envy, strife, malice, uh, malicious talk, evil, uh, suspicious, uh, 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 suspicions, and and constant friction between men of corrupt mind who have been robbed of the truth and who think that godliness is a means of financial gain, okay? So see how their mindset has changed, you understand? Now, to, you don't wanna do this unless you're 35,000 for each speaking engagement. You don't wanna come unless you're gonna be paid what your fee is. And you don't set your fee. The Illuminati or the free or the as Southern Baptist, they set your fee. So, but they're making sure that they all get paid and they all get a way to 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 finance them in whatever way that they can. Okay, I think they made a uh, uh, body Volcom uh, the president of the University of Africa or something like that, because that's a way that I can I can launder money to you and to keep you doing what we want you to do because we don't want you to preach truth but we want to make sure that we keep you in the forefront okay so this is what's going on in the church okay now let's finish reading this um it says but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into this world and we can take nothing out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with that. Uh, uh, with that. People who, who want to get rich fall into temptations and trap and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge men into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of evil, of all kinds of evil. Some people eager for money have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Okay? So, now, now listen what it says. They wandered from the faith. Their doctrine is different. But they're teaching a doctrine that they're being told this is what we want you to preach. And so they're learning this doctrine and they're preaching this doctrine. And we watch them on TV. Well, well we, we got to finish because I get so much in my head that I got to I got to take my time. OK, I want for us as born again Christians, I want us to go to uh, John chapter 14. We got to get it. John chapter 14, verse 6, okay? Listen to this. It says, Jesus says, what? I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You hear that? If you really know me, if you really know me, you would know my father as well. For now on, you know him and have seen him. So Jesus is telling you, 
He is the only way. You understand? This is Jesus telling you, I'm the only way to the Father. Okay? So if Tony Evans says all people get saved, if Billy Graham says all people are saved in all religions, and if your favorite pastor on TV says all religions are saved and everybody gets saved, you better stick to the Bible. So why are you still in that church? How many people go and sit in Tony Evans' church? Knowing that he wrote this book and knowing that John MacArthur called him out on the statement because he's a Calvinist and it's impossible that everybody could get saved because I've been pre-selected. <laughs> Do you understand? But since the Illuminati is paying you and the Illuminati is paying me, you got a $12 million home, I got a $12 million home, uh, we'll, we'll still do conferences together. Do you understand? This is what we're under, okay? Go back to uh, John chapter 3, which is really one of my favorite chapters in the whole Bible. It's like, I... John chapter 3, verse 3. And it says, uh, In reply, Jesus declared, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. You hear that? Yes. So, to, to, hear the, to, hear the, to hear the gospel is what's going to cause you to be born again. Okay? How can they... How can they know if they don't hear? Isn't that what the scripture says? How can they hear without a preacher? Okay, so somebody's got to tell them the gospel. They got to hear the gospel. Then they got to accept the gospel. And by that, they can be born again and enter the kingdom. There's no such thing as. Now, look, I, I was I was as deep into Islam as I wanted to be. Okay, but I know this. Their Jesus is not the Jesus of the Bible. I know that, okay? Their Jesus isn't even the son of God. They say God doesn't have a son. And they get saved, okay? Because lies don't get saved, okay? Um, Let me finish reading this. It says, it says, uh, Jesus says, Oh, he says, how can a man be born when he is old, Nicodemus asked. Surely he cannot enter a second time his mother's womb and be born. Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. No one can enter the kingdom of God unless he's born of the water and the spirit. Flesh gives birth to flesh, but spirit gives birth to spirit. We've been born of the spirit of God. That's what you have inside of you. Okay? You've been born of the Spirit of God. You should not be surprised at my saying you must be born again. Listen, if someone's not born again, they can't, they, it can't be saved. Okay? I don't care if, 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 if Billy Graham says, oh, I believe that all, everyone, there are people everywhere. Um, Joel Osteen said the same thing. Well, you know, my dad went to many countries and those people, they had Jesus in them, too. They just never heard the, the gospel. Name. But they had a form of godliness. They just didn't know. But they were good people. And Joel Osteen says the same thing. Now, you think that Joel Osteen doesn't believe that? He's a universalist. This is what now this is what um, John Todd says was the root 
of promoting and getting involved in church was to now produce, teach universalism, and that everyone is saved and all religions are the same. Okay? Okay, let's, let's go to uh, uh, John 3.16. Okay? For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Okay? So if you don't hear the gospel, can you believe? No. If you don't believe, can you be saved? No. Okay? But God, God is having it that the, the gospel is going out to the whole world. They're preaching the gospel everywhere. Okay? And listen, if you are, if you have heard the gospel and you chose another religion, you have disqualified yourself from eternal life. Do you understand? And us as Christians, we need to know that your favorite pastor that you're supporting is, is, is belief is universalism. Okay? We're going to go to one, one more scripture and then, then uh, let's go to, because you have to teach this stuff because people act like, they did. I didn't know that. Let's go to um, Acts chapter 4. Then we'll get back onto our, our notes. When you Acts chapter 4 and uh, verse 12, I believe it is. Now watch this. Okay. Here it is. It says, it says salvation um, is found in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given to men by which you must be saved. That's truth. Okay? So, how can, why you build two structures so that the Buddhists can worship and the Muslims can worship and the Christians can worship? What'd you, why'd you build that, that, that thing? Why'd you Because you want universal religion. You want everybody to be a part of a one world religion. But listen, God, Guys, we shouldn't be surprised. God told us in the Old Testament that they were going to try to set up a one world religion. OK, this should not be new, but the way they're going about it is so deceptive and evil. But in another way is very clear and right in your face. But if you my fan, you can't leave me even if you wanted to. Because you're my fan. You're not, you're not following Jesus anymore. You're following somebody you're a fan of. T.D. Jakes is my pastor. And I'm his biggest fan. You're not his member. You're his biggest fan. Joel Osteen is, I'm his biggest fan. You can't leave somebody if you're a fan of them. You understand? No matter what they do, you just go, well, you know, you try to find a way. Well, Maybe that was not what the pastor really meant. <laughs> Why is it that we hear pastor after pastor being interviewed and then they say, well, how do you feel about gay marriage? Well, I don't think that is our right to judge. I mean, we're all sinners. So the guy goes, 
So you're saying you got no problem with it? Well, <laughs> you know, because he got to please his members and he got to please the people that's paying him the check. And he can't divert. You understand? Okay. Okay, I, I want to do one more thing, and this is for my brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Go to Romans 10, 9, and 10. Okay. This is for us. Because sometimes we lead people to Christ, and <laughs> we don't explain to them uh, Jesus is God. You know that, right? You know what I mean? They say, oh, yeah, I'm accepting the Son of God. You know that Jesus is God, right? Because Romans, if you read Romans, Romans says you don't get to say who Jesus is. The Bible is telling you who Jesus is. And when you confess him, you got to confess him as who he is. Okay? So you can't say, oh, yeah, he was, a, he was a man. That, oh, he was just the son of God, but he wasn't God. You can't say that because if you do, you haven't accepted the gospel. God came into the world, died on the cross for your sins so that you could be forgiven. OK, and it was God in the flesh. OK, so in Romans 10, 9 and 10, this is what it says. OK. It says that if you confess with your mouth, what? What does your Bible say? Confess with your mouth and believe in your heart. Okay, no. It says, confess in your mouth, the Jesus is Lord. Or it'll say, confess in your mouth, confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus. Okay? So it's telling you, you've got to confess that Jesus is Lord. Now, I put the Greek word in here. So that you can see, Kuros, which means Lord, and it says the title is given to God, the Messiah. So nobody else can be Lord. And God, you understand? When you confess Jesus, you're confessing that he's God and the Messiah. Okay? You're not confessing that he's a prophet. If you're a Jehovah Witness, you're not confessing he's an angel. If you're Seventh-day Adventist, you're not confessing he's an angel. If you're if you're a Mormon, you're not confessing that he's the brother of of Satan because Satan was an angel. So that means Jesus would have to be an angel, too. So therefore, you have to confess that Jesus is Lord. OK. You're confessing that he's Lord. And if you're confessing that he's God and he's the Messiah and he's Lord, now you're saying you're coming under him, his 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 call Meaning, and I'm meaning taking on his name as being one of his very own people. All right. So I just wanted to read that and put that word on here on the paper so that you'll know that when you're confessing that Jesus is Lord, you are confessing that God came and died for us. OK, I was explaining to us at, at, a, at um, Brandon's party that Genesis when when. Abraham says, Dad, where, where, where's the lamb? And then when I, every time I show it to Jewish people, I said, show me the word where it says God will provide a lamb. And they look at it and they go, it doesn't say God will provide a lamb. It says, it says Elohim Yiro'alo, meaning God will appear himself as the lamb. Okay? 
So from Genesis, God knows he's coming and he's coming in the flesh. You understand? So we have to know and understand the gospel and what keeps us safe or else we'll follow any nitwit that is sitting there preaching for money. You understand? I, God told, said, told me that word, so I, I felt like I could use it. <laughs> he, said, he said, I'm trying to save you from the nitwits. Because a lot of them know exactly what they're doing. You understand? You think, don't you think for one minute that Tony Evans does not know better that Jesus Christ isn't, that didn't come to down the cross so that everybody can be saved, rather they believe in him or not. Don't you think that, but for 30,000 per, per first speaking engagement, yeah, I can say that. And he, he, I think he just bought like a, 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 a golf course for like 12 million or something like that. So look at all the money that's flowing through. Now, I'm gonna say this before we move to our next page. Because I know our ladies get caught up. Oh, T.D. Jakes is bad, but I listen to his daughter. Same spirit. Yeah. I, li I don't listen to Tony Evans, but I listen to Priscilla, whatever her name is, right? But while he's preaching against T.D. Jakes, he sends his daughter to T.D. Jakes church and I'll show you the videos. He's praying on her and he said, I'm not just praying a blessing over you. I'm transferring spirits. He says it while he's praying. I'm transferring an, a, a spirit of anointing from me to you. And I went, run! <laughs> And what are you doing at T.D. Jakes Church? Your dad don't even like T.D. Jakes. Yeah, he don't like them, but they do conferences together. Do you understand? Because if you're getting $35,000, i am getting $35,000. i am showing up. I don't care if you are there and I don't agree with you, you know. Yep. So understand where we're at and who's paying and who's financing this. Nobody believes that Calvary Chapel was financed by the Illuminati to get started. But it's a fact, okay? But it's a fact. Nobody understands why Greg Glory would join the Southern Baptist Convention. Right? Nobody understands why. But to maintain a high level of financial gain, you have to be under that umbrella. Let's go to the, oh, I got down here the Calvinist. That's, they call them the Calvinist con men, okay? <laughs> They're all, they're all the like, uh, you can't be saved if God didn't choose you from the beginning. And um, I, I need to let you guys know, um, I was kicked out of a, a prison for leading people, for leading people um, in prayer to accept Jesus. And the kids were accepting Christ, and then they wanted to get baptized. And then the guy who was the head chaplain at the prison said, you can't lead people to Christ, it says either they're, they're chosen before the foundation of the earth or, or, they, they, or they can't be saved. God will put it in them when he wants them to be saved. Okay? Amen. So they, they told me, hey, you can't, you can't lead people to Jesus. Okay? So their whole thing was, I had to go. I had to leave the prison. And then um, this guy says, listen to what he says, okay? The prayer of salvation, using Romans 10 and 9, 
or, or, or Romans 10, 9 and 10, has led more people to hell than anything. That's what Paul Washer says. You know why he says that? He's a Calvinist. Wow. Okay? I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you that people have to be preached to the, the gospel has to be preached to them, and they have to confess that Jesus is Lord. They have to accept in their life, and they have to begin walking out their salvation. If they don't get the opportunity to hear the gospel, they can never accept him. They can never be born again. The Spirit of God can never be inside of them, so they have no opportunity for eternal life. And God is trying to get eternal life to people, and if you have a guy saying, confessing Jesus leads people to hell, that means your doctrine is wrong. So no wonder... You get to do conferences with other people who you say that you don't like them, but you all get to do conferences together. Because Paul Washer will be at the same conference as, as T.D. Jakes or, or, or Tony Evans. So it doesn't matter. Or, he'll, or, or Joel Osteen. He'll, he can go preach at Joel Osteen. All of these people take turns preaching at each other's church. Now, he went to Joel Osteen, and Joe, they said Joel Osteen is like, hey, we got to get him out the pulpit. <laughs> because, you know, so I'm just saying, look, it's not because he was preaching great. He was preaching pre-election. That's what he's preaching. Okay, once you're pre-elected, you got to live for God. But you can't be saved unless you're not pre-elected. Okay, so Calvinism believes it is impossible for a man to choose to come to God. God must choose him before time. Okay, now we're going we're gonna to switch a little bit. Um, the guy who's part of 13 families, Todd, uh, he says... Um, now, we call it the Illuminati in Europe, but he says in the United States, we, they call the, Illum, the Illuminati is called the Council on Foreign Relations. OK, so the CFR is um, the Illuminati in the United States. OK, so listen, the, 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 the sign for the Illuminati is like three arrows going like this. OK, it's three arrows going like this, six. Six, and then the last one, six. Remember that, okay? And so the CFR is the Illuminati. Now, I I want you to look at the page that that you're at. Of course, George Bush was one of the top guys, right? And and then, so now you see this conference over here, where it's called uh, No Excuses Conference? Those are the people, some of the people that were there. So uh, Tony Evans, Vadi Balkum, and then, of course, Kirk Franklin was there. And, uh, and uh, can, can, I, can, I, can I, since we, we kind of know, know, know each other here, you guys probably don't remember when Kirk Franklin first came out. He came out, and he, there was a song he had, and T.D. Jakes was on the other line. It was called 911. And T.D. Jakes is giving him advice. And he's singing this song. And it's called 911. Okay, so that means he knows T.D. Jakes even when he first started singing. And then guess where it was recorded at? Recorded at at Joel Osteen's church. Mm-hmm. I was like, what? How is it that he even knew Joel Osteen when he first started? It's all together. You understand? It's all together. Okay. So here you have uh, Rick Warren. You see Rick Warren? And who's he there with? T.D. Jakes, okay? 
2014, Kirk Franklin had had uh, uh, the no, ex no More Excuses conference with Tony Evans, uh, um, uh, Kirk Franklin, uh, Joel Osteen. Uh, well, anyway, they're all at this conference. So when Kanye was at Joel Osteen, it wasn't the first time that he had uh, a same tag entertainer. Okay, go to the next page in page five. You guys don't remember, but in, uh, I, I think my, my boys were, Paris was maybe about uh, 13 or 14, and we drove by the forum, and we saw a sign, and it said, Chrislam Day, Saddleback, Saddleback um, uh, is presenting Chrislam Day at the forum, okay? So, they had Muslims and Christians come on the same day, and they, the Muslims prayed, and then the Christians prayed, and then they came together and they all hugged. Then they went back, and then the Muslims would get on their knees and do their bowing down with their carpets. And then the Christians would sing a song, and the Muslims would sing too. And they had Chrislam Day. Okay? Now, this guy, uh, Rick Warren, was the guy whose church, Saddleback, ushered in that thing, right? But look, he's a member of the Council on Foreign Relations. That means he's completely Illuminati. He's completely rooted in Satanism, okay? There he is with the Pope. There he is with Barack Obama, okay? Here he is with, who's that singer? Elton John, the, the pedophile, homosexual guy, right? And so here you have all of these people and they're all working together to do what? To usher in an antichrist figure and to usher in a one world religion. And they're all working together. And even though he's hanging out with Barack Obama and he's hanging out with the Pope and he's hanging out with the singer, he also hangs out with T.D. Jakes. And then now he hangs out at Calvary Chapel because him and, him and Greg Laurie are good friends. And then some of the people from Calvary Chapel said, we got to leave because they've left the gospel and they're not really preaching it. So it broke up the, the Calvary Chapel uh, uh, group. So all of this is going on. Listen, God has given me this because he wants to give people the opportunity to make a decision and leave. Yes. I would, I would, I am seriously encouraging if you hear this message and you go to one of these churches, Elevation, T.D. Jakes, Joel Osteen, someone stood up in Joel Osteen and said, God sent me here to tell you that this church is not right and you guys are putting yourselves in danger of hell. And they sent the security over and escorted the guy out and nobody else left. I would have left with the guy. I would have been like, I, I, I want to know what else God told you. Because you're right. We never hear the gospel here, okay? Oral Roberts has his own university. He was 33-degree Mason. Billy Graham, 33-degree Mason. Robert Shuler, 33-degree Mason, okay? Vincent Norman Peale, I, I'm even thinking about But I'm giving you the list 
of all these people, Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's son, 33 degree Mason, David Jeremiah, Charles Stanley, Rick Warren, Paul Washer, Kenneth Copeland, Vody Bauckham, John MacArthur, Joel Osteen, T.D. Jakes, Creflo Dollar, John Gray, Michael Todd. Seriously demonic, Michael Todd. Okay? Well financed. Him and Kanye West are best buddies. You understand? Because a lot of us as Christians, this is what we do. This is why we're so deceived. We're so happy if a celebrity get, says he became a Christian. We don't have to see any fruit. We don't have to see his walk. We don't have to see anything. We just go, oh, did you hear? Kanye West got saved. Yet Kanye West is doing gospel music at Joel Osteen Church on Sunday. The next week he did a concert with his brother-in-law and he's dropping F-bombs. And then he's having church again. So I'm like, this guy is not saved. Okay. We're, we're done with the notes. I want to go to um, Isaiah chapter 14. Okay, 14, singing, see here where I want to start. Okay, let's start at verse, um, let's start at verse 3, okay? It says, on the day the Lord gives you relief from suffering and turmoil and cruel bondage, you will take up a taunt against the king of Babylon. How the oppressor has come to an end. How the fury has ended. The Lord has broken the rod of the wicked. The scepter of the ruler. Which in anger struck down people with unceasing blows. And in fury subdued nations and uh, with relentless uh, aggression. All the land, all the lands are at rest and at peace. Now, this is a prophecy. It's not about the past Babylon. It says the people of the earth and the people that live in the nation of Israel are going to celebrate when the deceiver is thrown out. When Satan is bound. When he's tossed into hell, what did Satan said? I will be like the most high. I will be like the most high. So he said, and he says, I will. I forget how many times, but he says, I will. Because his desire is that he's going to sit in God's place as God. Okay. And that's what he's, he's, he's proclaiming. Let's finish reading this. Okay. So he said he's going to be taken. It says um, uh, the people will break into singing. Even the pine 
and the cedars of Lebanon exalted over you and said, now that you have been laid low, no woodsman comes to cut us down. Who are the trees of the earth? Human beings. Remember, he's talking about, so he says, now that Satan has been destroyed, no one is coming to cut us down now. No one is destroying us. There's no random shootings. There's no planes flying into, into buildings. There's no wars being set up. He says, once you are gone, he says, the people are going to celebrate. Okay? And he says, the graves below are all astir to meet you at your coming. Talking to Satan. Um, it rouses the spirit of the departed to greet you. All those who were leaders in the world. It, it makes them rise from their thrones. All those who were kings over the nations. When he gets cast down, they're going to rise up. They want to see him. Right. It says they will all respond. They will say to you, you also have become weak as we are. You have become like us. All your pomp has been brought down to the grave. Along with the noise of your harps, maggots spread out um, beneath you and worms cover you. They're talking to Satan. Yeah. They're like, hey, you had a good time up there, but your time's over. Now you're down here in hell with us yeah. and you got worms covering you. You're, now you're, you've been made weak just like us. We thought you were the big man. I love it. Listen. Satan is not omnipresent. John Todd says he's part of the 13 families. The Rothschilds set up 12 seats around the table. And the 13th one, they leave empty, and they say, he says, Satan comes and sits there. And he says, the Rothschilds take their orders directly from Lucifer. And when all those fires broke out and they said, oh, the, the electric company. And then they, somebody looked and said, oh, my goodness, the Rothschilds own California Electric Company. <laughs> so now you know who, who's doing these things. Understand and know that there is a spiritual war going on. The deception is so that you don't find God. The deception is so that you don't leave your flesh. And there is a deceiver, and he's in the world, and he's doing all of this. He's financing it. Let's finish reading. It says, uh, all the noise of your harps, it says, maggots are spread out beneath you, and worms cover you. How you have fallen from heaven, O morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. You said in your heart, I will ascend into heaven. <laughs> You're down here with us now. Because that's what he, he said. He says, you said, I will ascend into heaven. I will rise, uh, uh, my, raise my throne above the stars of God. I will sit, I will sit uh, throned on the mount of the assembly, on the utmost heights of the secret mountain. I will ascend Obama. Okay, listen, listen. 
The, the, the word that says, I will ascend above the top of the cloud, it said, I will, uh, I will Obama, I will sit on the, on the seat above everyone like you. I will sit in the Obama, okay? What is, it says, I saw Obama cast down like lightning. You understand? Barack is lightning. Obama is the seat of God. You got cast down from there. You understand? He didn't take that name. Listen to me, you guys. He didn't take that name out of nowhere. Right. You think he didn't know what that name meant? Lightning cast down from the throne of God? And Jesus says, I saw Barack Obama, Nafal Obama. I saw him cast down from heaven. You understand? There's a spiritual war going on. Okay, is he said, I will ascend above the top of the clouds. I will make myself like the most high, but you are brought down to the grave, to the depths of the pit. Those who see you stare at you and ponder your fate. Is this the man who shook the earth and made uh, kingdoms tremble? <clears throat> the man who made the world uh, a, a desert, who overthrew cities? And would not let the captives go home? All the kings of the nation lie in state, each in his own tomb. So know and understand this. Look, church people, wake up. You are being, it's, God is saying it's long enough to be fools for Satan. It's long enough. You're not guessing whether the people that you're dealing with are good people or not. You know they're not good people. Okay? You know they're not good people. Yet, when you find out they're not good people, you're such fans that you stay there. And God said, come out from among them and be separate. You go to your church and, 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 and they're taking up collections 14 times and you've only been there 30 minutes. <laughs> But I like the pastor. Stop it. Listen, Pastor Ben, stop it. You understand? God says, God says, stop it. Stop it. Stop sitting in foolishness, knowing you're sitting in foolishness, and you still won't get up and leave. Common sense people, you sit down and something don't smell right, you get up, you go, I got to move to another seat. Something don't smell right over there. That's just common sense. But they're still packed. God says, we are in the middle of Matthew 25. We're 10 virgins waiting for the trumpet. And it's a very short time. And even though you say, I'm a Christian. God knows that he's not your God because your God turned left and God turned right and you went left too. You followed the man. You didn't follow Jesus. You didn't follow his word. You understand? Stop running to these concert, concerts. Stop following these people that are serving Satan and getting paid very well as they deceive you. 
Pick up your own book and say, I'm going on a fast between me and God and his word. I'm not going to that church anymore unless I hear that pastor repent. You understand? I'm not going to be keep buying these books that they put out because because most of them like this one with Tony Evans. In it, the, you're reading a book about Jesus and you get to a part that tells you that everybody in the world gets saved. And no matter whether they believe in Jesus or not or whatever religion. And you're reading a Christian book. And you go, what is this? Come on, you guys. So God says, look, title of the day's message. This is your last chance for salvation. When the trumpet blows and God takes the five. If you're not part of the five, you're not going. And there's a tribulation period that awaits people because you won't come out of a church that you know is not from God. Praise God. We'll talk tomorrow morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Come on up here, Brother Ryan. What you got? What you got? Hallelujah. All right. Galatians. Chapter 1, verse 6. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from Him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different Gospel, which is not another. But there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the Gospel of Christ. Yes. But even if we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other Gospel to you other than what we have preached to you, let him Let be him accursed. Amen. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches another gospel to you, other than what you have received, let him be accursed. Amen. Let's pray. Is the, is the gospel of black Hebrew Israelites in the Bible? Okay. Thank you. <laughs> no. So yeah, there's, no, there's no such thing as God only died for the black people. So, okay. All right. I just want to make sure, because they'll tell you, let's go. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus, I just thank you for my pastor. I thank you for our pastor, for our shepherd. Lord, I pray that you would continue to anoint him with the truth of the gospel. Father God, I pray that you would continue to teach us through your word, through Pastor Sandy. Yeah. No matter what it takes, Lord, let repentance come and let all those who are ready and willing to die for you be ready to go soon. Lord, you said you would expose hearts and minds, and you have. So now let us choose this day whom we will serve, yeah. the Lord or the world. Amen. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 All right.